It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The Lord is media for writers and authors, entrepreneurs, and artists. On BWS Radio, Black Rider Space brings you the latest and greatest books and publishing info around the world. www.bwsradio.co With your host, Miss Mocha. Good evening, good evening. I am back. Um, I don't know if anybody listened to the show yesterday, but um, I was just kind of on talking to myself. <laughs> but, no, we're going to get her rescheduled. Um, anyhow, I'm going to jump right in. Tonight, my guest, um, I'm not going to pronounce her name because I don't want to mess it up. However, she is a, uh author, speaker, and coach. And I'm going to bring her on so she can um, – she can coach me through pronouncing her name. I don't want to mess anybody's name up. I'm going to bring her on. Hello? Hi, this is Lourdes Cartagena. Lourdes Cartagena. See, I would have messed it up. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So let's just go ahead and get started. Thank you so much for um, supporting the show and coming on tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, no problem. Um, my goal from, um, shoot, what, 2012 when I started was to um, highlight the authors and the writers that we didn't do not know about, that we have not heard of, but they exist. So um, let's go ahead and get started. Um, you can start by telling us, um, how long have you been writing? How did you start writing, and how long have you been writing? Well, I started writing just a few years ago. That's something that I've always wanted to do and I enjoy, and I've always dreamed of writing and publishing a book. I just never knew exactly what, and it wasn't up until a few years ago that I started doing entrepreneur, and the more I saw, you know, I work with a lot of women, I network with a lot of women, and I speak with a lot of women. What I found was we have a lot in common. A lot of people have a history of trauma or substance abuse or some abuse, some form, shape, or fashion of abuse. And that kind of prompted me to, you know, I'm going to share my story because in writing my story, I will be able to maybe help someone else that is afraid to speak up or even seek help. And it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of different segments to my book. Um, Okay. Pretty much. That's how I started writing. Um, Okay. It's pretty much an autobiography. The title helped me. Um, It's almost done. I wanted to publish it about a year and a half ago. I didn't quite publish it yet because... I got involved in another book that's coming out soon, 
um, that I did with Dr. Sian Von Johnson entitled Victim to Victory. And that has a film along with the book. So I was like, let me wait. It just didn't sit right at the time for me to publish the book, so I wanted to hold on to it. So um, now it's when I'm, I'm trying to feel my way out. It's like, you know what, I think this is the time to just go ahead and publish the book. And the and the book, it's, it's, it's crazy because it starts off with my life at an early age where it's nothing but physical abuse. You know, I went on my own at the age of 12. You know, I had a child at 15. Mm. I had to survive in the world. You know, I had no parenting skills. I had to kind of figure everything out as I went along and found myself doing well surviving up to a certain point. So, you know, you get involved with the wrong people, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the drugs and the abuse and, you know, issues with men. And eventually that led up to, you know, me being shot, me being in the street, you know, it it, it just got Mm -hmm. crazy. And, you know, Mm -hmm. at some point, of course, incarceration played a big part of that. And so Mm -hmm. during that time, I just kind of reflected on my life. And what did I really want to accomplish when I got released? I didn't want to waste any more time than I already had. But I learned from those experiences, mm-hmm. and I wanted to share my story to help others because there's so many women that mm-hmm. have similar issues. And it's nice to know that you can always have someone else to talk to, that someone else will be on the same page and support you and not judge you for what you've been through and what you've become. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's easy to just kind of turn it something negative into a positive thing. And that's, you know, my book, it's like a movie because there's so many different segments to it. And I just wanted to share that with the world. And that's how that became about. Okay. Give me the title to the the book that you said is coming. What's that title again? My book is called Help Me. And the Mm -hmm. one that's coming out soon, it's called Victim to Victory. Victim is it victims to victory? Yes. Okay, got it. I got it. Okay. So the um the victim to victory, that one is the one that has more so of your life that starts out um from your childhood. Not well, help, help me. No, help me is the autobiography. Help me is my whole life story. Oh, okay. So what you did in Victims to Victory, you kind of elaborated more so? Victims to Victory mm-hmm. is a, a book that was created by Dr. Ron Johnson, and there's about maybe a good 12 chapters, and there's stories of 12 women that share their stories mm. in addition to a film that goes along with it. So I took the opportunity to kind of just jump in on that as well. So, you know, just kind of spread the message, you know, in a different form, different book, but I just wanted to spread the message out. Okay. So this is kind of like a um, Victims to Victory has um, 12 chapters and each woman is a different chapter. Okay. I don't know what happened. Maybe... Press mute or something. 
Okay. Maybe she got disconnected and she will be calling back. But I am loving this. Um, I'm loving both um, ideas for both books. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I just kept talking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Okay, now. We were saying, oh, I was asking about victims to victory. I was saying um, that you said that's 12 chapters, 12 women. So is it where each woman wrote a chapter? Yes. Okay, great. I love stories like that, books like that. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait for the release Okay, of that so, one. yes. And when is that scheduled to release? I don't have oh, a well. schedule. Um, they're still working okay. on it, um, so I don't have a date for that one. Um, my book helped me. Um, hopefully that will be out and published within the next, I give it another three months, just trying to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. Well, that both of them really sound interesting. So yours is, um, that's the one that's, yeah, that's a good story. And you are definitely right to write your story and um, so that you can help some other people because they are a million stories like this or similar, yes. you know, in the same situations. And some people didn't make it. So those yeah, are exactly. did. Yeah. And, you know, I've done so, so much because I've also did a short film um, that was produced by Randy Kears, actually, too. One was entitled Straight Talk with Randy Kears, and the other one uh, is called Beyond uh, prison, probation, and parole. So that one has a little more in-depth info about my history of being incarcerated and, the, you know, the different aspects of it. So each film has a different aspect to my, my life story. Okay. So Victims to Victory has a short film, and your book has a short film as well? I'm sorry? Your Your book helped me. That has a short film as well. Or it's going no, to? No, that one, that one is just an autobiography. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Um, I have your um, bio here. So I have a couple of things I do want to highlight. Um, it says that between 1994 and 1998, you worked with the Department of Homeless Services and coordinated services for homeless women in various shelters. So yes. um, tell us a little bit about that experience. That was when I first, 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 first got into the field of human services slash substance abuse. I really started off as a secretary. It's so weird how the universe works. And, you know, as a secretary working in this environment, I learned a lot from the clinicians and the women. It was a shelter based out of New York City, 23rd Street, and it was a, a shelter for homeless women, but you had to be employed in conjunction with a substance abuse program to provide those services okay. also. Um, so I worked as a secretary, and I worked my way up to senior counselor, and then I started going to school. I have a friend who was a social worker. She was pretty much a thorn on my side. And she kept pushing mm -hmm. me to go that direction. I didn't quite understand it. I, I wasn't into it. That wasn't my thing. But I decided to go with the flow. And that's how I became a clinician. You know, I went to school. I studied, got my credentials. 
And mm-hmm. from there, I, I just kept on, and it's always working with women. And so ultimately, I figured out that's my passion, and that's why I love to help women that have a history of trauma or substance abuse or any kind of abuse for that matter, because I've been through it. I've been through it all. Yes, I see. Okay. Not as much as um, others because I have her stories that will bring you to tears, and you know I, I know, thank God for I that. Know. But nevertheless, it's abuse. Everybody's story is um, different, I'm sure, and unique. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's, you know, um, everybody's worst is different too. You know what I mean? So, yes. um, but the the the. The uh, reward in all of that is that you made it through. So um, we definitely want to. I I still work in the field. Um, I went from working in different modalities of treatment, meaning residential treatment or outpatient treatment. I used to go out to the Mm -hmm. shelters and speak to the women and try to convince them to get help. There is help out there. and then I just kind of flipped over to the criminal justice side, and that's just how the universe worked with me. Because in order to be credentialed, you had to know a little bit about both the criminal justice and substance abuse. So I happen to have both sides of the fence where criminal justice okay. is concerned. So that was a big blessing, and that's why I'm so passionate about women and their situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Now. We have you, um, author, speaker, and coach. So tell us how you stepped into the um, the speaker um, assignments. How did you? How did that come about? Well, when I worked in residential treatment, I've always people put in positions where I had to speak. It, it was either about the services that we provided for the women or shared a little mm-hmm. bit about myself and used myself as a role model, you know, been there, done mm-hmm. that, and if I did it, you can do it too, to kind of inspire them and give them hope and faith. So I've always spoke at some event. I've even spoken to um, Henry Street Settlement, which is a school for young adults, and just kind of give them an insight into if you don't stick it out, you know, and you go the wrong way and you deviate, this is what can happen. And I got mm-hmm. such a great response, and I got a beautiful letter from them. Um, so I've always spoken. Uh, so I'm just trying to bring that to the next level. Um, and I'm always asked to speak at some event. Okay, okay. Um, let me see. You have a very impressive bio. Um, Life coach, I tied it all in. That's a lot. If I do, if I do, I, I do this all day long, every day. So I figured, you know what? I might as well get certified and become a life coach. So I do it anyway. Yes. So yes. let me just get certified and just add something else under my belt. And every opportunity I have, I go for it because if I'm doing it anyway, you know, why not take my education, my knowledge, and intertwine both my life experience and the education. And just, you know, keep bringing it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats on everything, everything that you have accomplished. Um, thank you. I think thank I posted a I couple of days ago. Yes. Celebrate your win. Every win. Yes, I, 
I couldn't have not done it without God, putting God first before anything and everything, because without him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have made it this far. I know that's right. That is very, very true. Um, let me see here. Okay. So you're author, writer, life coach, and um, speaker. So tell us, what can we expect from you um, this fall, summer, fall? What what does your um, – tell us about some goals that you have. Um, I know you have the book, the one book coming up that you are going to be in. But other than that, what else can we expect from you? Well, what I have down the road, I have a couple of more um, short films, documentaries in mind, but I'm also, uh, because it's been offered to me, has been brought up, maybe try and make a movie because my story is like a movie, so I I have that in mind. So I'm going to be working on that um, and see where that takes me and how far I go with that. And I'll always be speaking Mm-hmm. So you might see me on some short films or on social media um, speaking about, you know, women, abuse. Awesome. Um, again, kudos to you again. Um, you've been, for you to have been through so much and then you turned it around and used that energy to um, accomplish a lot to help other people. So you're changing lives as well. So that that is um that's amazing and I I know that that's what we're here to do. You know. Yes. So um yeah, cuz you could have kept that to yourself. Yeah, well, you know, it took me a very long time to really sit down and just kind of analyze because I always said, God, what is my purpose? I never knew what my purpose was. I knew I had one. I just didn't know what it mm. is and one day I'm sitting down and I'm just, you know, in my quiet mode and it just kind of mm-hmm. dawned on me and the light bulb went on. It says, you know, your past life experience, you know, you have to go through what you went through to get to where you mm-hmm. need to go. Mm-hmm. And I had to live through all that, good or bad, because, you know, I've been there and I know what it's like. So now I can use that experience and share with others. So I kind of understand what the plan was and is and where I'm going. Ma'am. Um, and lastly, can you tell us about the, um, I'm reading here about the, let me see, the recovery assistance program, but then I see the, um, uh, you received an award by the New York State Department of Correctional Services. Yes, I Tell us did. about that. Yes. While I was incarcerated, um, I was sitting in the upstate penitentiary, and I didn't know what to do with myself. And I just had time on my hands. And back then, I was, you know, young in my early 30s. And I'm like, okay, what do – I was just starting to learn who I was because I didn't even know who I was. So I started to explore, you know, what I liked, what I didn't like, you know, what were my abilities – what were I able to do? I just didn't want to waste my time. So mm-hmm. I got very involved, and I taught mm-hmm. computer classes. I used to go to church every Sunday. I sang in the church choir. You know, I volunteered my services wherever they needed me. I was always willing and able to help, and I would just go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I would sit down. They they have specialized groups for women in of their issues to give them some kind of foundation before they're released. So, you know, I was all in that also. Um, okay. And I was recognized for that. So, to my surprise. Awesome. Um. And you've been in the criminal justice field since 1994. Amazing. Yes. That was the year that I came out. That was the year of transformation. You know, I had God in my life, and and like I said, without him I wouldn't be here today. I was lit. Mm -hmm. I was on fire. It was no stopping me. And I was just full force. That is so good and so inspiring um, for other people to hear. I mean, just everything, period. Um, again, congrats to you for even just putting yourself out there as an example to um, save other lives because that's literally what you're doing. You're you're helping save other lives. Yeah, what bothers um, me most is, you know, I see a lot of women dying. They're getting killed. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. that and that touches me in in such a way. It's yeah, unreal. it's sad that a lot of people are not making it um, through. That's why I said you made it through. I, I posted, I, I put a status today, and I said, if you are breathing, you still have options. That's and that's right. for any situation because the ones in the in the cemetery, they don't have any more options. It's a it's a wrap. It's done. But, you, you know, know women are so, so afraid. They're, they're so afraid. Yes, they are. And I, I know what that's like, too. But with me in particular, it was so much the anger that I had. And from childhood, I never liked mm-hmm. anybody to tell me what to do. My father, man, he rest in peace, always said to me, you know, you you don't like nobody to tell you what to do, even as a child. And I still hear his words. And to this day, you know, I still don't like people telling me what to do. I mean, there's situations, of course, if you have a job, you have to do what your boss says and all that other Gucci Uh stuff. But the bigger picture in relationships with men, you don't tell me what to do and you don't lay a hand on me. My father always said, you know, Uh you're not nobody's daughter for any man to be laying hands on you. And I was quick to jump back. I might have gotten my butt kicked, but I went for mine. I just refused, mm-hmm. refused, refused. Um, you know, I was in one particular relationship at an early age, and I was five years of domestic violence and, you know, getting beat up all the time, you know, walking around pregnant with busted lips and black eyes. I didn't know what to do, where to turn. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't speak to my dad. I definitely couldn't speak to my mom. So mm-hmm. I went through a lot, and one day something snapped inside of me. Mm-hmm. My mind mm-hmm. just went blank. Yes. And I wanted I wanted to see blood and I grabbed the bat and I swung for his head. And mm. he ran to the bathroom and he waited for about half hour till I calmed down because all I saw was blood. After five years, that was the day that that relationship ended. Mm. And I swore from that mm. point on Nobody will ever lay hands on me again. Female or not, if you touch me, I'm going to go for mine, regardless, mm-hmm. because it's unacceptable. 
It is. Yes, it is. Um, it is. Now tell us where. Okay, so we have the two. We have two books, and then we have um, we have the um, your book. Help me. That's the book about your life story. That's the autobiography. And then yes. we have the um, anthology that you're going to be featured in called Victims to Victory, which has not released yet, but it is coming. Yes. And then um, that one has a short film. Yes. Okay. And then you're looking to um, do a short film as well. Would that be based on the uh, Help Me, kind of based on your autobiography? Yes. If you go on YouTube okay. now and look up uh, Randy Kears, the you'll see, or Lourdes Cartagena on YouTube channel, you'll see this uh-huh. two, I've done two films. One is Straight Talk with Randy Kears, and the other film is Beyond Prison, Probation, and Parole. I am. I'm going to look that up. Those two are already up and posted. Okay. And then... Um... I can't wait to get my movie, though. I know. That's going to be... That's going to be hot. That's going to be a lot that's of work. Gonna be, but down the road... Yeah, that's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it, though. That's going to be, like, my major, major goal. Because I always said, you know, people would say, wow, you got, your movie's like a, a life. And I'm like, it does sound like yeah. a lifetime movie because it's a true story. Yeah. Most true story, most movies that we see are true stories are, yeah, are like that, or books. Well, most movies that we see that are true stories have a book, too. So, yeah. I just just might be on Lifetime Movie Network. (laughs) You just might be. You're right. (laughs) And you just might uh, submit it to Netflix, too, because there's a lot of independent films on there, too. It's a lot of documentaries. It's not as hard as people think. Things are so much easier to do now. We just have to do the work to get it done mm-hmm. and expose it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, 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 yes. 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 So now tell us where you are on social media. Um, so you are on YouTube. I know you're on Facebook. What other social media outlets are you on so we can find you? I'm on Instagram, lordes.m, as in Mary, dot Cartagena. Okay. And Facebook, of course, is Lourdes Marie Cartagena. Okay. And then we can find the book on Amazon. And is there a website? Do you have a website? My website is, is lourdes-cartagena.com. Okay. And, yes, when the book is published, um, I'm self-publishing. Um, mm-hmm. The agency that I'm using will be distributing the books to Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, and a couple of other places. Okay. And I have people right. already emailing me for some time now. When is the book coming out? Because they're anxious to read it. So I have mm-hmm. you know a couple of fans out there already waiting on the book. And just yesterday, somebody asked me about it as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good that you've been um, advertising it and, and you know, kind of having them um, anxious to, you know, for it to be, um, for it to launch. Because um, a lot of times we don't, but we should advertise our books just like they advertise movies. They advertise movies three yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's good. 
Absolutely. So, well, we will definitely be looking out for your um, this other book that you're going to be in. I'm going to check out your book. Um, is that so? Is that's on Amazon right now, though, right? The um, no, help me. I, no, it's it's still in manuscript form. It's you know I just did it. I didn't quite finish it. I didn't. I was trying to figure out how the ending is going to be. So I just want to tweak it, and then you know it's right because I sat on it for some time. It just didn't sit right with me. Okay. So I back when when yeah. I said I was going to publish it, so that's what's taken me a little bit a longer time, but, you know, sometimes you have to sit, because people might say, well, you know, it's ready, but no, I have to sit and wait till I feel, okay, now is the time to put it out there, and so now Mm -hmm. this is the time that it feels right for me, so I want to finish it up, tweak it up, get it published, and out. Okay, okay. Well, definitely keep us posted on the, um, the link once it comes out. Because I definitely want to purchase it. Most definitely. You will see it all over social media. Okay. <laughs> and um I'm gonna look on check on check out the YouTube um today too, because okay. I mean, you got me really, really interested. Because I love stories like that. The 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 true stories are the best stories. Yes. Um and yes. I always say a true story about someone's life and they're still alive. Those are the best, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, not every story has a success story, but, you know, nevertheless, the point is that the person made it through, they survive, and they're a survivor. Um, they no longer in victim mode. And it took me a long time to get out of the victim mode. Um, so there was a lot uh-huh. of healing to be done, not just in, in, in relationships, but also with family, you know, because I grew uh-huh. up in a home. And with yourself. Yes. You know, I grew up in, mm-hmm. in a house domestic violence since at a very, very young age. So to me, that was like the norm, you know. And yeah. so yeah. not until I got into this this field that I learned, wow, so let me do a genealogy. Let me figure out what my parents' upbringing was like. Let me figure out what my father's mm-hmm. upbringing was like. You know, I was already predisposed mm-hmm. to drugs because all of my uncles were drug addicts. My father was a functioning wow. alcoholic. So I was already predisposed. And yeah. I began to understand, you know, and a lot of women out there, I'm sure, go through the same thing. But you can't really blame your parents because they can't give you what they don't have. If they never received mm-hmm. it, how are they going to give it to you? They don't know how to. That's and it true. took me a very, very long time, and I carried that weight. And to be honest with you, that weight was lifted maybe like three years ago. Okay. But, I finally but it was set lifted, though. Yes, it was, but it took a very long time. It, you know, but the point I'm trying to get to people out there, don't always blame your parents. Take a look at their background, what they went through. They don't know no better. They can only give you what they got. What they you had. can't expect that's anything right. different. Right. And what they got was, again, to to them, what that, that was their normal. So, yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Well... Um, thank you so much again for coming on. Um, your story thank is amazing. You. And um, thank you for having me. 
No problem. I'm here to support. Um, so once it releases, and uh, I'm going to go on YouTube and check out those uh, the films that you said are on there. But once your book releases, um, maybe we can bring you back and um, just kind of update everybody. And I can't wait for the film, too. That's going to be hot. It's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it. It is, but I know God's going to make a way. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. I'll be banging on Oprah, too. <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, so no problem. And we will, well, I have you on Facebook, so we'll be in contact. And um, I'm going to post the cover of the book on the page, too, on my pages, too. Um, okay. And I'll just put coming soon. Yeah. Thank you so much. No problem. So you enjoy the rest of your evening. And, again, congrats to your new, um, your new life and your accomplishments and everything. Continue to celebrate that. Thank you. I sure will. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome, awesome, awesome book. Um, awesome author, author, speaker. Okay, I have her name correct now. So we just spoke with Lourdes Cartagena, and she is an author, speaker, and a life coach. She has an amazing story. Um, her book is not released yet, but she is um, – Advertising it coming soon, and then she's going to be featured. The name of her book is called Help Me. So look out for that. And then she'll be in an anthology with 11 other women called Victims to Victory. So where each chapter, each um, woman tells um, their story, their victory story, but they were once victims. So I love stuff like this. The the true stories are the best stories. So um, if you missed the interview... Feel free to go back and listen. And um, she's also going to release her book as a film as well. And then The Victims to Victory is going to be a film, short film too. So um, she has accomplished so much coming from an abusive um, childhood lifestyle and, and being homeless. And just I love when people take, don't continue to just stay in the victim role. Um, but and complain and just feel sorry, but they, they take their stories and they go out and try to help other people. They go out and try to save other lives because they were able to survive. So, and every story is different. Every story is unique. So don't ever think, well, your story was um, so bad that it's just horrible. No, if you're still breathing, you got a story. You know, if you're still breathing and you made it out of that situation, then you can help somebody else. You can save another life. So um, amazing author. Please check her out. She is on Facebook and she is on Instagram. Again, her name is Lourdes Cartagena, and I'm going to spell that. It's L-O-U-R-D-E-S. Cartagena is spelled C-A-R-T-A-G-E-N-A dot com and that's her website. 
So, again, please go check her out. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. And her book will be out on Amazon very soon. So thank you guys for joining. And I will be back tomorrow with my special guest tomorrow. And I'll chat with you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.